Welcome to the Heart of It, a podcast where we talk life through an urban Christian lens, highlighting God's glory through our stories. Let's get to it. Again, as always, for tuning in to today's podcast, I am excited for today. Man, we have a special guest. Man, DeAndre Davis is on the show. This man has been my friend since we were kids. We have been college roommates, man. We have done life together. Man, DeAndre, tell the people about yourself. Uh, I'm glad to be on and glad to be a part of your podcast today. I know we've been friends for I don't know how many years, but I'm truly glad to call you my friend and my brother. Uh, A little bit about myself. I'm from Cincinnati. I love Cincinnati. I am a videographer. Basically, I shoot videos. I work for the city of Cincinnati, and I love my job. I mean, it almost I compare it almost to a video game. It's basically me playing games all day uh, with the camera. Um, Twenty-six years old, and overall, you know, I just I just love what I do. I love uh, you know connecting with people, meeting new people, and you know just just learning is. This time flies, you know. All right. So kind of how, how did you get into video, videography? Was that like a, did you go through college and just kind of know that's what you want to do? Or like what, what happened? How did you get there? Oh, uh, no, it's crazy. Um, I actually want to go to culinary school, but I'm like, I'm not going to uh, get into that. How, how you talk me out. <laughs> no, not really, though. You, you, uh, I actually had, you know, I had a passion for cooking at first. And basically, I don't know, I don't, I don't feel like I, I would have had the dedication for it. So, you know, I just went the traditional route and did a four-year college. And when it came to video production, I mean, I did what I did in high school. I, I had a real uh, interest in high school, but when it came to passion, uh, I wouldn't say I did. It was, you know, just something I, I like to do. Uh, I guess a little brief background. I went to St. Bernard High School. And basically, my teachers were real cool to where uh, during my presentations, I was a, a true introvert. I wouldn't say a true introvert, but I, I was I was very shy. I didn't like presenting in uh, big crowds. I, I had a fear of, you know, public speaking. So uh, basically, my teachers would let me uh, basically present through PowerPoint and in a way, I just turned that PowerPoint into a video, and I'm like, oh, this is this is perfect. I don't have to speak. I can just press play, uh, introduce myself, press play, and let it happen. So uh, fast moving forward, I basically got a little bit more into video. I want to say my sophomore year of high school, not of high school, of college, actually. And um, basically, I did highlight tapes for a lot of my friends who play basketball and different sports like that and you know I just I just gained a, a love for it a love for editing a love for filming a love for shooting and you know, that passion just turned to a career and that's where I am now okay uh, so you hit on college man that's that's what today's episode is about and so like I said I just want to have a conversation with you about college just for you what it looked like mm-hmm. um, again I know your story but everyone doesn't and so, you know, mm-hmm. what, what were your expectations for college? Oh, man, I'm 
be honest with you, man. I'm thinking it's, you know, party uh, 24-7. I'm thinking it's going to be an animal house. Um, <laughs> in and out the dorms, you know, uh, drinking every night, you know, you know what you see on typical television or typical movies. So, I mean, I had an idea, but in, in a way, you don't, you don't really know until you actually experience it. Uh, you know, overall, I mean, I feel like I had a, a great experience. I can't say I would recommend it for everybody. You know, college isn't for everybody, but I truly enjoyed my experience at college. Okay, so for the people that don't know, me and DeAndre were actually roommates at a small school called Ohio Christian. And yeah. like, when I say it was an interesting thing, it was really yeah. interesting. You got to emphasize Christian. You kind of hit on, you know, that you got your expectations from TV and just different things that you had seen. Um, but did you did you feel prepared for college? Like coming out of high school, were you just mentally, emotionally, and even maturity, were you were you ready for what college was? I feel like I was when it comes to academically I could have been a bit better prepared uh, emotionally uh, mentally yeah I mean I I grew up under a two-parent household I had you know great parents who raised me and you know overall I feel like I was I was ready I was ready to move out I was ready to experience life on my own I was ready to uh, you know, just take that step forward in, into adulthood. I, I definitely can agree. I, I remember <laughs> arriving on campus with you and just us being excited, like, man, we're, we're grown, we're on our own. And then uh, kind of the reality set in, like, they kind of bamboozled us. The first day we had the catered lunch <laughs> to then right. the cafeteria for the first time. Like, what was right. this? Right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, uh, you know, what they do to bring you in. And once they got you, they got you. So coming out of high school, DeAndre, do you, like how prepared do you feel that you were academically? Um, do you feel like your high school prepared you? And if not, what do you feel like you could have done to prepare yourself? Or what do you feel your school could have done to better prepare you? Well, I can't really diss my high school. Uh, personally, I don't think I was academically prepared. But in a way, I feel like I could have. You know, tried a bit harder when it came to high school. I wasn't, uh, uh, you know, on the honor roll or anything like that. I was just a normal student, you know, trying to get by, just trying to, trying to graduate, trying to make it out there. But overall, I, you know, really feel, uh, and it's a, it's a huge transition when you actually go to college because you don't really have a, you know, you don't, you don't really, you don't really have a, a teacher watching over you. They're not gonna tell you what to do. They're not gonna, they don't really care at the end of the day. It's, you're either gonna do the work or you're gonna fail. So, that was a, a huge, uh, you know, it was a huge wake up call when it came to that. I can understand that. Um, so I remember I transferred from a public school to a private school going mm-hmm. to my junior year of high school. And I remember, even the difference there, I was at a public school, again, an athlete didn't really have to do my work, but I got to a private school, and they hit me with the, I don't care that you're an athlete, you're you going to do this work now, and, but that helped me so much when I got to college, that I was like, okay, well, in honor to actually play, I have to do my work, um, and so I think that, like, I, I'm thankful for my parents, again, taking me out of the school system, my, school system I was in, 
and putting me into a school system that was going to actually prepare me. Because I know, again, a lot of people make that transition and they're not ready. And it's kind of, it's, it's hard to catch up once you've been down. Um, but even going from that, so I know you, you kind of hit on, you know, being in two-parent household, parents that really instill great values in you. Um, but how, again, how do you feel personally that your transition was? I feel like it was a great transition overall. Like I said, I felt like I was, you know, ready to, to go off on my own. My parents had, you know, raised me to be a respectable adult. So it wasn't like I'm about to, you know, go off and start acting crazy from the jump. But, uh, overall, I, I really feel like, you know, it's, it's just about maturity too. Like you have to have a level of maturity to be away from home. Cause overall, I mean, at 18, you're considered an adult. You can, uh, you know, get those adult consequences. And so overall, that's, that's what it's mainly about. I mean, you don't have to be the, the brightest person in the world, but you, you do have to have a sense of maturity to make that step of moving out your, your parents' household. So, you know, I got to tell the story. So, Meg, yeah, me and DeAndre are roommates. DeAndre knew I always wanted a tattoo growing up, and my parents were like, no. They were like, you know, when you're 18, you're at the house, you can do whatever you want. So so one weekend, we, me, DeAndre, and our friend, we all get in the car, and we go get tattoos and piercings. <laughs> and I'll never forget the feeling. I was like, man, I got, first of all, I got two little tattoos. Mm-hmm. And so I was out here feeling like I was tatted up, though. And I right. remember, though, I remember how good I felt until, I can't remember if it was your parents or my parents that came to pick us up. I think it was your parents. And it was like, oh, DeAndre, you got, so you got your ears pierced. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Let, me, let, me see the, let me see that chest, Matthew. And I was like, <laughs> no. And you got to emphasize. You got to emphasize. This was at a school that was real conservative. So we, we weren't even allowed to have piercings in our ears. So I'm up here wearing hats every day. We're not allowed to get tattoos. So this was a real conservative school. And that's how, you know, just the, the boldness we had, you know, from leaving our parents home. Look, I, I don't know if you want to call it bold, uh, but <laughs> it, it definitely was something because everybody noticed. But mm-hmm. so, so we get to campus and we're both athletes. You're running track and I'm playing baseball. How did you feel your student and your athlete and just life balance was going? Well, track was more at the the spring. It was a little later in the year. So I feel like I had my groove down of, okay, my schedule, how can I have that balance? Because I wasn't considered an athlete until I want to say December of Late January is when we started, you know, conditioning for track and field. So I feel like I had, you know, the student part down. But when the season um, really came up and, you know, hyping, uh, it was it was it was a big transition. It was, you know, just those late nights, uh, you know, studying whether it was, you know, on the bus right there. Or you know, just early mornings getting it done and getting it out the way, you know, that way I can practice and, you know, I can enjoy myself, you know, with my friends and, you know, just chilling. So. Okay. No, I definitely can agree with that. So I came on you know, immediately. I got there early and then we ended up actually having fall ball. 
And so that was like a chance of, of really, we, were, we got in and started playing. I mean, it was in a squad scrimmages, but man, they, we hit the ground running. And I, I struggled to adjust to it because I was like, man, okay, I'm focused on baseball. School's kind of the secondary thing. And I wasn't even thinking about life outside of either of those things. And so for me, it, it took a while um, because like you said, I, I started, okay, well, I'm trying to focus on conditioning. I'm trying to focus on lifting. I'm not really worried about class. Class is kind of my backup plan. Um, <laughs> so I definitely, I, I had to get to the mindset that you really helped me with that. Because I remember it used to have me in the library, mm-hmm. the, uh, the writing center together to make sure these papers were good. And I, <laughs> the way that our, our room was set up, we had essentially bunk beds in the middle. And on each side, mm-hmm. we, had our, we had our desk. And DeAndre always, hey, you over there working? He was trying to make sure I wasn't trying to play the game. He was get his work done before he played the game. And so, man, DeAndre really saved me and helped me get to my work ethic and where I am now. So this is kind of like a, a change, kind of a change up question, but we had a lot going on. We both were doing just a lot in our time at OCU. Um, but with everything going on, how, how did you incorporate God into your daily life? Mm. Well, first off, I, I believe the school, they did a great job, you know, just uh, keeping us in chapel. I think we had chapel like two or three days out the week. We had we had a number that we had to go to throughout the year. But I mean, other than chapel, you really had to, you know, you really had to pray at the end of the day because at, at the end of the day, it's even though it's a Christian school, you still had that that temptation of, you know, other things around you. It wasn't a lot of Christian people there. But um, <laughs> uh, overall, I mean, you know, I really felt like, you know, you know, that daily prayer and, you know, that daily, you know, devotional with whether it's with you or, you know, those around you who, who share the faith. And, you know, that was, you know, consistent in my uh, time there and, you know, just my time now from where I am right here. So, Man, I, I remember chapel. Like you said, it, it was two times a week. <laughs> Um, we had to scan in because they had to make sure you were actually there, and it was part, yeah, of, yeah. part of our requirements to graduate. But right. uh, I, I remember that because right after chapel was, we always went to lunch. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. how I remember that. Uh, and I remember we we always go as a group. Um, where yeah, yeah. since we all the athletes, we all sat together. Um, like you said, some some of us received the word, some of us didn't. Uh, but it is <laughs> what it is. Uh, so you you kind of hit on temptation, uh, the temptation around you. So again, for those who don't know, how Christian is literally in the middle of, like, the cornfields. So there's not much to do. But in that same breath, we were only 30 minutes from Ohio State. So how easy is it, DeAndre, to fall into temptation in college? Oh, man, it's <laughs> easy as turning on a, a light at your house. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we had our moments. I don't, you know, I, I can't go in, in depth of, you know, the things we experienced, the things we did. But like I said, even at a Christian school, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, at the end of it's like we're still we're still kids in a way. We're still teenagers, 18, 19 years old, you know, and this is the first time leaving our parents' home. We're, we're going to experience some things that we haven't experienced before. We're going to meet people who come from different backgrounds, and, you know, that temptation is real. So, uh you know, how to deal with it. And it's just, just consistent prayer, you know, just stick with the right people because, you know, it could, it could really eat you up and swallow you whole and, uh, get you out of there, whether it's, 
you know, out, out of, out of school or, you know, just out of your, out of your head in general, like you can really, uh, become a different person, you know, that first few months that you're leaving school. Man, I, I can remember, uh, just some of the things that we went through. And I, like you said, I, I think it comes down to who you, who, who you really situate yourself with. Um, cause I'm sure there's times that me and you kind of looked at each other like, man, we shouldn't be here. But <laughs> how, how we get in this situation? Right. Um, cause, cause there were some things that, you know, at 18 years old, we, we probably weren't ready for. Um, uh, and that we didn't right. have the experience, but now I look back on those memories and I'm like, you know what? We're, we're the better for all going through it together. <laughs> so after freshman year, we both end up transferring. We leave Ohio <laughs> Christian. So did you feel like you were starting all over again? Like this was a second chance and you're able to move forward or, or how, how did you really feel? Like most people don't get the second chance. Most people may stay at, you know, their institution, whether it's a two year or four year institution, they may stay there their full time, but we had a chance to, to leave. So did you feel like it was a, a fresh start for you and like kind of that you had an advantage because you knew what college looked like or how did you feel? Well, going back on your point, you know, some people stay, some people transfer. A lot of people don't don't finish. I think that's that's a huge thing to emphasize. A lot of people don't finish. A lot of people, uh, you know, last a couple of months, whether it's just it's not for them or whether it's uh, financial issues. Uh, fortunately, shout out the the FAFSA, they helped me out. Not I'm not I'm not gonna. Talk about student loans that I have, but, <laughs> but, um, overall, I mean, I feel, I felt like it was a, it was a good transition. I didn't have any doubts on transferring. I felt like I had it pretty established of, okay, I started. So, you know, I need to find a way to finish. I went to Cincinnati State right after that and, uh, you know, just got my prerequisite classes out the way until I transferred to University of Cumberland. But I feel like I, you know, I laid that foundation down of, okay, this is the person that I'm looking to be. This is what I'm looking to do uh, for my future. And I think that was just, you know, finishing with a degree and trying to better myself as a, as an individual, as a man and as a person of God. I, def- I definitely can agree with that. I, I remember leaving Ohio Christian and being like, man, it's a fresh start. Again, I I left on some kind of interesting terms with being hurt, but I remember for me, it was it was like it's a new start. It's a fresh place. I'm in a city. Uh, there's more people around me. And I wish I would have done what you did and went to um, a community college and got my prereqs out of the way because <laughs> I probably could have saved so much more money by even going to like a University of Cincinnati Blue Ash, doing the, the my prereqs there, transferring to campus, well transferring to main campus, and probably still getting the same rate for those classes at main campus. But I guess you live and you learn, and those are the experiences you get. And and that's something uh, I think we should definitely emphasize is, you know, don't be ashamed to go to that two-year college just to get stuff out of the way because the experience we had you know, living on campus within, you know, I think we stayed about 10 months uh, around that. We have memories for a lifetime that we probably won't ever forget. So, I mean, you're, you're really not missing anything. You're saving money. If you don't have, you know, scholarship to cover your whole tuition and fees, 
it's it's really not not that bad. I mean, I had a a great time at Snake State. I don't feel like the teachers were any different. They were any you know less than the teachers I had at university. So that's definitely something I would like to you know emphasize on you know saving yourself money and you know just uh, stand down for a few years. I agree. I think there's that there's a stigma around community college that you're not getting the same education. Like you said, the professors may not be the same uh, level, but that's not true. And again, if you're going there to take your prereqs, again, save yourself some money. Again, put yourself in a position to come out of school with as little to no debt as possible. Because I think that should be the goal for any of us that are going to school. Um, So for you, during college, how much did you think about like life after? So when you're looking at your at your four years, how did you did you ever think about like like what point did you get where you were thinking about okay, well, what do I want to do as a career? Or a moment when you were just like, all right, well, what am I going to do after I graduate? Was that like you know towards the beginning, towards the end? Like where did you find yourself starting to think about life after college? I want to say it's, it's really started to creep up. Uh, a few months into my senior year of college of, okay, what am, what am I going to do from here? Where, where do I see myself within five years? What jobs do I need to start applying for? And I really wish I would, you know, start trying to take that transition in. Okay. What's after this? Maybe junior, uh, possibly sophomore year because, you know, it creeps up fast. College is. It's a fast experience. It's only four. I spent five years actually, but it, it felt like it was a week almost just how fast it went. So, you know, you, you think you're there forever until you, until you get that diploma and it's, you know, it's what now. So it, it wasn't really till senior year with, you know, I started to, to, to make that thought and fill out them applications and, you know, think about my future. Okay. See, I think for for me when I look at it, freshman year didn't give any thought to life after college. Again, I was I was focused on playing baseball and really baseball solely. So baseball ended for me. <laughs> I transfer and I get to a uh, you know University of Cincinnati, where now every semester I'm doing an internship somewhere. And so for me, I feel like early on in my program. They made sure that you were getting that experience to kind of start really weeding out. Do I enjoy this? Do I want to do this? This, and it gave me so many options and opportunities. So I would say going into my sophomore year, I feel like for me, is when I truly started to understand that there was more to, you know, this college experience than just the classes that I was taking. And so I think that's where it really kind of catapulted me to start thinking about life after college. And so. What has life after college been like for you, DeAndre? Mm. That's a good question. I, I feel like I'm, you know, still still growing as a person. Uh, luckily, I, I had got a position in my field. Making the money I want, I feel like that's, that's a question that you have to ed- answer on your own because it's, you have an expectation of, okay, by this age, I'm going to be making this much. But, you know, what I really learned was at the end of the day, it's in, in your 20s, you're really growing your craft, trying to get better at what you do. So 
that's something I'm, you know, internally struggling with, with basically of, okay, don't worry about the money right now. I'm still a young individual. I'm still young in my career. Only graduated in 2018. It's 2021. So at the end of the day, I'm trying to get my experience up, uh, you know, just work my way, you know, where I am now. So overall, I'm, I'm just still growing. I'm, I'm still trying to become the person I want to be, and I'm still trying to uh, become a better man. I think that's good. I think that I think that's a real thing we have to hit on is, you know, kind of sometimes not tempering our expectations, but being open to what it looks like for us. Because, um, again, there's some fields that you may come out and it may be very lucrative where, you know, with your degree, you're coming out making good money. Other fields may take a while to even get to a sustainable amount. And so, again, I think that I like that you were just really honest with us about, okay, you know, I may be not, not where I want to be, but I'm in the season where I'm, I'm grinding, I'm creating, um, and really working on my craft. And so kind of in that, DeAndre, tell, tell the people about your, tell the people about your business. Tell them about your, your video production. Like tell them about your company. Uh, well, basically, I run, I'll call myself an entrepreneur. I'm a videographer, so a lot of videographers, they have a lot of freelance work. I do a lot of music videos for local artists in the Cincinnati area. Um, personally, I'll, you know, I like to grow. My, long, my long-term goal is to make that step and become fully self-employed, but like I said, I'm currently happy where I am with the city, you know, making the mistakes that, you know, I need to make. So when it comes to, let's say, the the bigger projects, you know, I, I would make the mistakes. I would learn from my mistakes. And We've kind of shared a little bit about our experiences in college. Again, we both had unique paths since and kind of going through. So after all we've discussed, do you feel like college was worth it? Or do you prefer going? I feel like that's a question I struggle with on a daily because uh, something I learned about my career is, you know, you're really, you're really learning hands on. I mean, people go to film school and stuff like that, but most of the things I learned was, you know, through mistakes that I made or through YouTube. You can learn a lot through YouTube nowadays. Um, no, I don't. I don't think I, I have that regret of going because you can't really put a price on the experiences that I had, the, ex- the people that I met. Um, it, it's it's priceless in a way to where uh, you know you you can't you can't put a price tag on opportunities or uh, experience. So I, I don't feel like I have a, a a regret in the world of you know attending attending the universities that I've been at. No, I agree with that. You said something earlier where you said college isn't for everyone. And I think like you said, I think we need to hit on the importance of that where I know there is a traditional route of obviously from high school, you go to college uh, for some people that is model, whether it be your parent, whether it be a guidance counselor or whoever, but for some people, like you said, college isn't for all people. For some people, a trade school may work better. Like you said, for, for, People, it may be culinary school, they may have a certain niche area that they want to grow in. And again, there's nothing wrong with pursuing that. Um, but like you said, I, I personally can't say I regret going to college. Yes, I have student loans, uh, like most of us. But mm-hmm. like you said, you can't put a price on 
the people that you meet. You can't put a price on the, the network and the friendships um, and the experiences because I think they all culminate together um, and help us become who we are today. Um, as you, you know, like I, I after University of Cincinnati, I worked. I started working for a little bit in college athletics, but during that time, I got my master's, um, and then I'm pursuing another master's now um, in theology at Dallas Theological Seminary. And again, like you said, I, I ask myself all the time, is this debt worth it? Um, but I think again that it, it is really helping shape and form me. And I kind of kind of the way that I start to rationalize it is if my experiences in my education in some way can benefit just one person that it's worth it. Because again, like I may save someone from having to go through the educational system, incurring the debt because I can teach them what I have learned um through again life and my education. And so for me that that's how I kind of view it and that's how I kind of rationalize it for me. But to close this thing down, DeAndre, I want to ask you, what is a takeaway that you would give maybe a student or parents that are preparing to send their kids to college? Well, I feel like if you're truly invested and, you know, you have that goal of actually going to college, don't don't be ashamed of going to that two-year university to get out your prerequisite, especially if you don't have that scholarship to, to cover your expenses because basically what college is, four-year university or two-year you got to get the math, the science, you know, the classes that we all take in high school. You got to get them out the way. And once that out the way, that's that's when you, you know, you really start your your degree is two years in. And, you know, sometimes even three, because some people have to go five because it's it's not. It's not easy to, to fail a prerequisite class, whether it's a history or a science or math. I took remedial math and I almost, <laughs> I almost failed that. So, um, you know, don't, don't be ashamed of, you know, taking that two year route. And like I said, sometimes college isn't for everyone. It's an emphasis on trade schools and stuff like that because uh, you can be a plumber making, you know, six figures or, you know, up the high ends of eighty to $70,000 because it's not a lot of people in that trade. So I feel like you really have to have an interest of, okay, this is what I want to do and this is what I need to do. So DeAndre, to close this thing out, now what is the takeaway that you would give to either a student or parents that are help, that are preparing to send their kid to college? One of the biggest things is, you know, don't be ashamed to, to take that to your college route because at the end of the day, you have to get your prerequisites before you actually start your degree. So you'll be two years in still taking your math, science, and English classes. And, you know, that's, that, that adds up. So you can take that at your two-year community college just at a, at a half of cost of, you know, the, the traditional universities. And another thing I like to emphasize is, you know, just have an idea of what you want to do because I had changed my major. And I know a lot of people changed their majors. I went from what was sports and physical science to uh, communication arts, which was a a huge, uh, huge change. So, you know, just have the idea. You don't have to you don't have to have that. That idea within the first year or two, you know, just take them 
that two years just to get your prerequisites out of the way, you know, just try to find yourself in. You know, don't don't be ashamed at that two-year university. I like that. I think again that you hit on you hit on some good things. So I, I I changed my major as well. I started out in business and then I transferred from business to sports administration. Again, I think there was a natural flow for me um, because it was dealing with the sports side of business. But I think the bigger kind of thing that you hit on um, is your identity, um, and that that's a huge thing. And again, man, where where is your identity rooted? Is it rooted in you know how much money you make? Is it rooted in you know, where you got your degree from, like, what is it really? And I think I would encourage parents uh, um, to early on, again, help your kid find their identity. Um, and we know that our identity is given from our creator, which is God. And so I would encourage parents to really help their kids flourish in their identity, I mean, who God says they are. But also for students that are preparing, it's okay to be on the outside looking in sometimes. We're not always called to fit in um, because there is experiences that me and DeAndre face that, we we would have been fine without experiencing them. Um, but again, that kind of that fear of missing out was something that, that we looked at. And, you know, like I said, there's nothing that I, I, I regret, but I do believe that if I would have taken a, st- taken a stand um, and really st- stood firm on my foundation, which is Christ, that, again, I think that could have impacted more people, even at Ohio Christian. Well, DeAndre, it, it was great having you on. Man. I'm so, so excited. This is the first of hopefully many. Again, I want to talk, talk through just some some topics again as we grow as men. Um, and so thank you again for coming on the show today, DeAndre. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. And, you know, I'm truly proud of what you're doing and, you know, just lending your voice out to the world. That's, that's a true inspiration. All right. Thank you, DeAndre. All right. Love you, bro. Love you too. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. I hope that this little insight on DeAndre and I's college experience helps anyone who is preparing to go to school, continuing school, or parents and guardians sending their kids off to school. As always, we hope to show God's glory through our stories. But until next time, peace.